Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Key Ingredient Podcast. Today, I'm in beautiful Fort Myers, Florida at Cornerstone Builders. I'm going to introduce you today to the founder and owner of Cornerstone, Tony Leopardi. Tony not only runs a terrific business, but he's also a terrific guy. Looking forward to having you join me today, and thanks. Tony Leopardi, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate you being here. My pleasure. You have built, Tony, such an amazing uh, business and brand down here in Southwest Florida, and I appreciate you spending some time with us because I want to use this as a way for really our viewers and listeners to kind of get to know you better. So if you don't mind, maybe just kind of take us back a little bit. Where'd you grow up and how'd you get to this stage of your life? Sure, be happy to. Uh, I started in New York in, in, in a basement building cabinets, and we did our doors, we did everything down there. And uh, got to a point where I got into financial trouble, and I, get, I developed a debt of about $160,000, and we decided to go see a, a bankruptcy attorney. And uh, had all the paperwork filled out, ready to go, and all we had to do was sign it, and we would be officially bankrupt. Uh, problem was, when I got the papers, uh, uh, my wife and I are, are, are Christians, and I had a hard time signing the papers. And I said to her, I'm really struggling with this. And she said, well, why are you struggling? I said, well, if I go bankrupt, how do I meet Charlie from Alpine Plumbing at a restaurant? And he sees me having dinner. And I said to him, I never paid you the $30,000 I owed you. How do I tell him about Jesus? Sure. And I, I, I was under severe conviction and I decided we weren't gonna, bank, weren't gonna go bankrupt. We ripped up the papers. And, uh, uh, and made a decision. So at that point, we gathered up all our debts. We knew we had to get rid of the house because I think we, we, we had a federal, uh, a federal tax lien of about $40,000. So we knew we had to at least get, get rid of the house. So we, we were gonna, so we put it up for sale. Didn't know what to do, uh, but we found somebody who had a house for sale out in Yapank, which was a place was Beautiful home, uh, three bedrooms, full full basement, thirty fruit trees in the yard. Wow! It was uh, and it was for sale, but I couldn't buy it and have the money. So my father-in-law offered to put up the deposit, and and he he bought it for us. Make a long story short, the the the, the uh, house went through. The two-car garage became my shop. Uh, things started taking off. Uh, in in nine months, paid off my complete debt. Wow. Uh, we made plans to put an extension on. We built a 20, uh, uh, 16 by 20 extension. Six months later, we put a 24 by 32 extension on. And, and, then, and then a year later, we found out that the house I was on got rezoned industrial. So in the back of the property, I put a 40 by 60 building up and then converted the house shop that I had into two apartments which I rented to my kids. Wow, okay. So okay. it was, it was really a, a neat story, but uh, people always ask me, how did you manage to get through all that? Really, the answer is, it's not me. It's all about God. God, is, uh, God became a very, very important part of our lives. The decisions we made were made around Him. What is the right thing to do rather than the things we want to do? Sure. So it, it really became very effective. 
business in New York was okay. And I decided we wanted my wife, we bought a condo in Florida. And my wife got to the point where she was spending more time in Florida than <laughs> she was in New York. So I decided I think we better move to Florida. <laughs> it's good for the marriage. Huh? <laughs> so we came down, we started a, uh, a little door business. And we were doing just cabinet doors. And that wasn't really successful. And I found out about that Sears had a refacing program. And I contacted the, the guy from Sears. And before you know it, we had Fort Myers, uh, Punta Gorda, uh, all of Lee County. We had Miami area, Orlando area, wow. Jacksonville area, uh, up north near, uh, um, uh, uh, north of Tampa. So we had a lot of territory. And I couldn't handle it. I had my son come down. So he helped with the program. After a while, we realized that it was just too much for us. But in the process, I started my own company. And I got permission from Sears that it was all right to start my own company, which I did. And he said, as long as you don't take leads that we have. And I said, oh, you know I would never do that. And he knew, he knew my integrity. Sure. And he trusted me. So before you knew it, my company began to grow. I eliminated Miami area, I eliminated Jacksonville, eliminated Orlando, eliminated Tampa, and eventually eliminated Lee County. And we were totally on our own, and the business flourished like I couldn't believe. And it, people always ask what the secret was to how the company grew. Yeah. Every Thursday morning we had a prayer meeting, and we'd have the Lord's Supper together. Not, not a lot of guys showed up, sometimes six, sometimes nine, but it was a... It was the foundation for my company. It was a way to say, God is first. Mm -hmm. We had a prayer list that we prayed for. We watched people, people's lives change. And, and the company continued to grow and grow and grow and grow. My son had a relapse at one point, And uh, uh, he, he had a drug problem. Okay. Went out to a facility out in Okeechobee called Dunklin. Uh, he, uh, his life got transformed. I mean, literally transformed. And uh, today he now serves on the board of, of Dunklin. And uh, uh, he's involved with so many people. To give you an idea, uh, the people from Dunklin, when they graduate now, want to come to work for Cornerstone. Is that right? Because we've set up a community. Uh, we bought some houses where we house these guys. We give them room, rooms to rent. Wow. Uh, and these guys show up at prayer meeting. It's 5.45 every morning, five days a week for a wow. 45-minute 45 45 minute Bible study. And this morning, this morning we had 32 guys in there. Did you really? Wow. At 5.45 in the morning. That's <laughs> okay. amazing. That is amazing. And, and you, if, you, if you talk to each one of these guys, they'll tell you about how their lives have changed. And through the years, through the years we've, we hired good people. We pay good wages. Um, People don't just come for a job. They come to be part of a family. And we really have a very tight-knit family. And, and it's just, it's been amazing. I mean, God took me from a basement to a garage, <laughs> expanded the garage, came down here. We started on, on Canal Street in a, on a dirt road. Did you really? Yeah, okay. dirt road. Then we moved to Metro Parkway. We looked at Metro Parkway. We said, wow, it's so big. And it was a 3,000-square-foot Facility, but it seemed so big at the time. It right? seemed yeah. so big that my, my 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 nephew came in. And he said, "Pop," he said, 
the table saws all the way at all the way at the other end of the shop, <laughs> and and uh, it what seemed to be huge. A year and a half later, we outgrew it. We had to get another place, and then another place, and another place. And right now, we've got we've got Metro Civin Road, another another uh, finishing shop is across the road on Finish Road. We, on, on Civin Road, we've got uh, a warehouse on Warehouse Road. We have a storage place on on uh, Canal not Canal but uh, Work Drive. And so right now, we 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 decided about a year ago. That we need to build a new building, okay. and we now have in. We've got a general contractor working on it. We should be starting breaking ground by the first of the year. We're building a hundred and twenty thousand square foot facility. A little bigger than three thousand, huh? Just to give you an idea, and I, I told I told my wife, we 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 had a house in Yapang that was 0.95 acres. Okay. Nice size property. I said, picture the building. Is three times the size of that property. <laughs> just and you know, you, otherwise you can't wrap your head around sure. it. Sure. Uh, the average Walmart that's built today is 120,000 square feet. Is that right? That, yeah. By the way, that puts it in a really good perspective. It does. Yeah, Not the super does. Walmart, right. but the regular the Walmart. Regular Walmart. Okay. But that's huge. Absolutely sure huge. It is. Yeah. So it's um, it's 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 an exciting exciting process. Um, uh, we I, I'm just thrilled with everything that's gone on. I mean, it's amazing. My son, my son, when he came back from Dunklin was. When I tell you a changed man, and and uh, he now runs the company, and, right? And I'm just sort of in the background. Uh, I'm I'm he <laughs> called me in to do. I got to put a kitchen in tomorrow, <laughs> which is something I haven't done in a couple of years. Sure. He's he's uh, he does an amazing job. I'll give you an idea of the difference between people ask me what's how, what's the difference the way Junior runs a business and you did. Yeah. I said I used to pray about everything. But I would make the decision and pray that I made the right one. <laughs> My son prays about a decision, and when he hears from God, he makes the decision. Interesting. Okay. Big difference. Big, Big difference. difference. And he, you know what? He doesn't make any mistakes. Okay. He does, and I did make mistakes. So it was it was great. It was great to watch the process and what God has done with his life, and the people he surrounds himself with. We've got a COO in the company that is absolutely amazing. He leads the he leads the Bible studies every morning at okay. five forty-five. And and just to give you an idea, Chris at one time was was our our uh, uh, he was our sales manager, and him and I never saw eye to eye because I was a stubborn stubborn in Italian they say gabadosta. Sure. I was a stubborn Italian, <laughs> and and I, I I wind up letting him leave, and I should not have, and I've had I had people telling me it was stupid what I did. Sure. Turned out I was they were right and I was wrong, and it was great to have Chris come back and and. My problem was I, I always wanted what I wanted, and if you didn't do things my way, I never looked at the, the pluses and the minuses. Had I done that, Chris would have been the right guy then. Interesting. Okay. And, and, uh, it's but, a good lesson learned, by the way. That's, that's, uh, my son yeah. taught me. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the things he's taught me. And, and I learned, you know, it's funny, years ago, uh, he used to look at my life and he would say, I wish I, wish I could be as spiritual as my dad. Hmm. And now I look at him and say, I wish I could be as spiritual as him. I love that. Yeah. That's great. He is uh, amazing. Uh, you want to talk about integrity? That's him. Well, that's he, his he life. He got it from you. So yeah, well, it goes back he, to the, the we bankruptcy both got, story. We both got it from God. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it's, true. Uh, uh, it's only something that he can give you. You know, integrity is the things you do when nobody else when is looking. Watching, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's exciting. It really is. So, so let me ask you a question, Tony. Yeah. So when you got started in the basement, right? Yeah. How old were you at the time? Oh, I think I think uh, early thirties. 
Okay. Where'd you learn the skill to actually do that kind when of? When I was in the Navy, I was in a carpenter shop on a, on a tender, on a, a destroyer tender. Okay. And we had we had all the equipment, and that's basically where I learned it. And my father was a carpenter. Okay. But he died when I was five, but left me with the desire to do what he did for a living. So when I when I when I got out of the Navy, I joined the I got into the carpenters union, and uh, uh, it just gravitated from that into cabinetry and. Interesting. So when you started out, it was just you. How long was it just you? When you were in New York, was it just you doing it, or did you start hiring yeah, people? Yeah, no, time? just, well, no. Uh, uh, when I was in New York, it was me and a helper. Okay, so you and a helper, then you ended up coming down here to Florida. Yeah. And then the vision just became bigger and bigger. Well, uh, let me give you, give you a, a story that yeah. happened when I was, when I was in, in Yapank. We had a situation where it was uh, four of us. Um, uh, me, myself, my nephew was on the saw. Uh, this guy, this uh, other guy we call Spud, was our door guy, and then we had another guy who was a laminator. And I found out that uh, they were planning to start their own company. Oh, okay. And without me knowing about it, so my, my nephew started an argument with me, so I would fire him. Sure. We had, I mean, longest argument I ever had with anybody because I did not want to fire him. But he put me in a corner where I. It was planned I, out, right? Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had to fire him. Yeah. And then I found out three hours later, he was planning it with two other people. Mm. So I fired all three of them. Sure. Now I have no shop. No shop. Okay. And I got jobs on the schedule. And you want to talk about scary. Sure. Previous to that, I made a commitment to God that I would not run an ad for help. Mm. So now I'm in a situation where I have no workers and I can't run an ad for help. Wow. So I went into, when I tell you work mode, I would get up in the morning at four o'clock in the morning, work on the saw till seven, get in the truck, go out and install, come back three o'clock in the afternoon, work till nine o'clock at night. And I did this every day for about three weeks. And every day I'd wake up and I'd say, God, you know, you know I'm committed to waiting for you. You don't have to make me wait so long if you don't <laughs> I was want just to. Thinking that. You really yeah. don't. Have, you know, you could really do something yeah. here. So <laughs> it turns out, a couple of days later, the guy who's the guy who 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 uh, had a Jewish kid working for me named Dave, and uh, Dave Dave came up to me and said, "Tony, I think I can do that saw man's job." I said, "Really?" I said, "Come in tomorrow morning at five o'clock." He came in at five and literally in an hour and a half taught him how to cut. He already had a good mind with math. Okay. So I was able to teach him how to cut on a saw. Wow. So we had another guy working for us. I left behind. He made the doors. And about two weeks later, things are starting to go a little smoother. And Dave comes up to me and he says, Tony said, uh, I know you pray. This is a Jewish kid. I know you pray. <laughs> you think you could pray for a, for a countertop guy. We really need a countertop guy. <laughs> Quickly. And, and you know, the funny part about it is I told him yes. I never actually got the prayer prayed, but the next morning I get a knock on the door. He said, uh, Tony? I said, yeah. He said, my name is Rich Rosario. I go to the church up the street and somebody said you might be hiring. I said, well, I am looking for people. He said, the only problem is I only know how to do countertops. Oh my. So <laughs> that's when you know that you know that you know you do. God is moving in your life. Wow. And, and we were set at that point and, and from there just, continued to grow and grow and grow. Unbelievable. So then you came down here and you just started, like you said, you started expanding. So I started a door business. Yeah. I, it was really, uh, I, I took the business that I had in New York and, 
and, and literally sold it to my nephew. Okay. Uh, very oh, so inexpensive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not not the nephew that we talked about earlier. A different one. Was it still Cornerstone at the time? Same yeah. name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I I I uh, sold it to him. We made a deal. He's going to give me three hundred dollars a month. Okay. And 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 I think I got it for two months. And after that, he didn't <laughs> give stopped. it to me. But I didn't care. I it's not like I, I didn't need the money. Right. So if I needed the money, I might have put some pressure on him. But I didn't need it, and it, and it worked out fine. And down here, things just absolutely blew, blew up. Sure. Blew up. And my son had the vision. I didn't. I said, you know, maybe we can make doors for and the people who build these projects in the Caribbean. He said, Dad, someday, someday, you're going to have 30 trucks here. I said, you're crazy. What mm -hmm. are you, crazy? We have 120 trucks now. 120. And yeah. how many employees? Uh, 330. So 330 employees yeah. at this point. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. you've expanded the business. You went from doors to yep. now, I mean, you're offering we everything. Do, yeah, we, we went from doors to just kitchens. And then kitchens to granite tops, and then from that to remodeling, electric, plumbing, tile, everything. Wow! And uh, we do our own concrete work. It's it's amazing, and and we have amazing, amazing employees. Really great people. That that's really important. Yeah. As a business owner, and this is more of an entrepreneurship type of uh, type of podcast. What would you say? I mean, what are some of the things you've learned that people don't realize how hard it is to own their own business? Unfortunately, it came so natural. It really came Wow, you're very natural. fortunate, yeah. I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed. And, and, and mainly because I was never afraid to, to make a decision. I always knew that God had my back. Sure. So even if I screwed up, He'd he would still was, be okay. He was, yeah. <laughs> wow, interesting. So, so let me ask you, Tony. So COVID, a year and a half ago or so, obviously devastating all around the world. Yeah. How did that impact your business? And what did you have to do? What kind of decisions do you have to make to kind of pivot a little bit because I mean you go to people's homes right and I'm sure there was a period of time where that was either not possible there at all are or people who absolutely did not want us in the homes. yeah there are people who had no problem with us coming in so long as we were masked sure as long as we had the right protection and we did everything according to the way it needed to be done yeah and and our guys always had masks on um, and and we just followed the right protocol the first year was very difficult we straddled through it okay we okay. straddled through it uh, but there was a help with the government. The government gave us help, which made things a lot easier. Sure, it did. Yeah. And but this year we're on a this year we're on a we're on a path to break goals that we never dreamed possible. I would imagine so. Never dreamed possible. Wow, that's terrific. So so you built this big business. Your son is doing a wonderful job helping run it at this point. What's next for Tony Leopardi? I don't know. You know, I I, I bought a house in Italy. We 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 my wife and I love it there. We'd like to spend. Uh, maybe five to six months a year there. It's great. We have a lot of relatives, and, and uh, we like having barbecues and, and family over. Uh, we, have, we have our own vineyard on the property. Yeah. Uh, and it's the best wine I've ever tasted in my life, <laughs> which happens to make You're it real. You're not biased, though, right? No, no, i got to tell you. I've had other people taste the wine. Interesting. And they, and they said the same thing. So it's, it's, uh, it's great. We're, we're doing some work on the house. It's, it's, it's exciting. We love it there. Good for you. That's exciting. And we got a very close family there. We're probably we're closer with our family there than we are with the family here, with the exception of my children. Is that right? Well, you have you a big family, so you have six children, right? I have six children, uh, nineteen grandchildren. Okay. Four great grandchildren. Wow. And uh, yeah. Well, you're yeah. very blessed. We are. Yeah, that's terrific. We are. And and this year, like we do every year, we we always do a family vacation. We didn't have one last year. We skipped last year. 
Mm-hmm. But this year, they're all coming to Italy. Very nice. Yeah. Good. Well, the house won't hold everybody because <laughs> together, with everybody together, we're 37. Okay. So that's, it's, that's it's a lot uh, of people. So yeah. we'll have to do a bed and breakfast for some, some families, but ultimately we'll eat our meals together. Excellent. Very yeah. nice. Tony, thanks again for your time today. You have an absolutely amazing story, and I'm glad we're getting to share it with our viewers here today. And I just wish you continued success, you and your family, and thanks so much. I appreciate it very much. Thank you, and uh, God bless you, and have a great day. You as well. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.